Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Games cast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller alongside the Hispanic heartthrob Texas tree Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globetrotting, headshotting, rootin' tootin', nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. Hello, everybody. I have my AC on. I'll turn it off here in a second if y'all don't mind. Andy is the voice of twitch.tv slash Andy Cortez. You now get the following 30 seconds to tell Twitch what you think of their 3 a.m. press release. Oh, what a fucking joke. What an absolute <laughs> fucking joke. I mean, it doesn't really affect me anyway. I've been getting fucked since day one. Had I started streaming a couple of weeks or months <laughs> prior, maybe I would have gotten a better revenue split. Sure. Uh, but imagine, like, if you were making 200K a year, you make your first 100K, and it's no longer 200K. Now that's what? What's the math on this? Like, uh, 50 50? Yeah, it'd be 150K. 50K. Pretty wild, huh? If you have no idea what we're talking about, Kind of funny games daily, everybody. Do find out why everybody's mad at Twitch. Of course, the one man who's not mad at Twitch because he never gets mad. He's the master of hype, Snowbike Mike. Never been mad in all of my days, Greg Miller. I'm happy as a clam, and I'm streaming over on Twitch just having a good time. You I can't fucking wait company to be, man. I can't wait to be in the office and see you lose your cool for the first time and see what <laughs> it's like when Snowbike Mike blows his top because it's got to happen out there, you know? We'll find out. We'll find out. We will find out. I'm I'm on to you, Ted Lasso. We'll see what you're buying over there. And then, of course, he's one of the hosts of the Kind of Funny X-Cast. He's the best voice in the business. It's Paris Lilly. Hello, Paris. How are you doing, Greg, with two Gs? No, it's, it, well, it's Paris Lilly with one L <laughs> and Greg with one G as well, all right? I don't know how it happened, Paris. Because Well, I actually do know because you're one of these types. Ladies and gentlemen, if Greg Miller can give you a free piece of advice, all right? If you're going to try to be anybody in this world, don't get crafty and clever with your fucking Twitter names. All right. Oh. First, last, put it there. The amount of times I try to search for somebody and I can't fucking find them because they've got, I'm a Halloween pumpkin, blah, 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 blah. And then their name isn't their name either, whatever. And Paris just wants to be Paris. Just wants to be Paris out there. Yes. Keep it simple. And so I know, of course, how many R's are in Paris. There's two. And then, of course, Lily always throws me. I'm like, wait, are there two L's or is there one L? And I Google around and get just pops Paris, Paris, Paris. And so I checked it today. I wrote it. And it had two L's in it. And I swear to God, it had two L's when I hit tweet. I had done the thing. I had seen your LinkedIn. I'm like, all right, two L's. Got it right. And I still somehow screwed it up. Screwed the pooch, Andy. I, I have an amazing kind of little anecdote to tell you. When I was creating everybody for the Kind of Funny Football League, which you can watch on Kind of Funny Plays and Kind of Funny Games, uh, Twitch and all that fun stuff, um, I was I got to Paris, who I put on the tampa bay buccaneers and for some dumb fucking reason like i just have a terrible brain awful memory and i was like it reminds me of like sancho west how like sancho west doesn't give out his full first and last name and i was like well sure. paris doesn't want to give out his last name so i'm just gonna name his last name vicious like his twitter profile <laughs> and then like sure. i don't know why i saw him in the game and i was like why did i name him vicious it should have been lily and i was like 
Wait, I, it's because I forgot that, like, oh my god, it's just a terrible brain. What's happening up here, Greg? Can we get somebody in here? It's just people aren't like you and me, Andy. They understand that, hey, I want to be a big deal, so I'll make up some stupid moniker about this one thing I rode down a mountain once. I'm not even around snow <laughs> Oh, anymore. man, I'm getting no. a straight boy. <laughs> not even <laughs> fucking around snow, but I'm snow bike bike, everybody. Do you, you want to, if we're doing airing agreements, every time I open my fucking phone to text Mike, I didn't think I, we were doing Mike, It doesn't go to Mike. I gotta go in. I gotta write snow. I gotta write fucking snow to get this kid's name to pop up. <laughs> fucking hell, man. I wasn't Frank, aware we were doing Frank, an Quick yeah. <laughs> like, question here. Uh, does, uh, uh, ladies does, and gentlemen, that's Kevin and Coelho on the ones and twos. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Eating a bag of salsa verde Dorito chips. So I'm doing pretty fucking well. <laughs> I love it. Much better. Uh, I was going to say, does the iPhone not allow to add nicknames to contacts so that when you search them, it comes up as like Kevin. Here's what I want you to know. I want you I'm to listening. I want you to be in my scenario for a second, all right? Uh huh. Jen's over there slaving away on a meal for me and Ben. I'm okay. juggling Ben in my phone like I got groceries coming in from a busy New York subway. All right. What do okay. I got? Knock at the front door. What's going on in the backyard? Rats and all sorts of weird ass animals doing weird mm -hmm. shit. I go to type in Mike's name and I it's oh my god, I gotta put in snow. I do it. I don't have the free bandwidth or time that after the text message, I then go and edit the contact. Do Who's right got now. time you know, for that? Do it right now. Edit, yeah, edit right I'm now. I'm in the edit middle of hosting a show. Tim Gettys, ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend went to a water slide, went down too fast, gone. People don't know where he is. Whoa. Shot right out of the water park. People can't still find missing. him. Still I'm missing, in here covering this. And I'm getting told I'm over here spinning plates right now. I'll, I got I'll emails. I got tears. I love you. I, I you want me you. to go into my contacts and break it up. Change somebody's Mike's name. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of funny games cast. Each and every week, we come together to talk about all the things we love and sometimes don't love in the video game world. Sometimes we give you previews like we're doing today for Mario Plus Rabbits and, of course, Logitech G Cloud. Uh, if you like that, you can be part of the show over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games. On patreon.com slash kind of funny games, you can write and be part of the show. You could be a producer. You could get the show ad free. You could usually watch us as we record it live, but of course, embargoes like today get in the way of that. And of course, you get a post show, which will be kind of feudy that's right even though blessing's not here he's currently out there with one of those little minor helmets and the light on it looking for tim he has agreed <laughs> to stop the search to come in and host an episode of blessing here at the end so we're excited for that we've made progress we're taking a break though <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're getting closer to where he is, but we got to take some breaks and do yeah. the show. Uh, of course, if you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. You should support us over on the Epic Game Store. You can use the creator code kind of funny when you're using something on the Epic Game Store, when you're downloading Fortnite to your PlayStation, when you're playing Rumbleverse on your Xbox. Even if you're downloading something for free, having us in as the creator code helps us out a lot. So please do that. However, if you want to support the show, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every week for a brand spanking new episode housekeeping for you there are of course brand new episodes of the kind of funny x cast and ps i love you xoxo this week x cast is already up and it's talking about that their activision blizzard fight that keeps on going and doesn't stop and ps i love you xoxo post tomorrow it's a re-review of god of war 2018 of course you could get both of them ad free right now with the post show on patreon.com slash kind of funny games if you like bless who kind of funny games cast trivia post show remember you're getting one today and you should go to blessings twitter that's twitter.com slash blessing junior to participate in the new form where he is fielding questions to be part of kind of feudy thank you to our patreon producers fargo brady brady 
Fargo Brady, I'll do it again. Delaney Twining, Holy Crumpets, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew. Today we're brought to you by Shopify and MeUndies, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's talk about Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Of course, it is coming out October 20th on the Nintendo Switch. It's the sequel to Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, that was in 2017, that has an 85 on Metacritic. Snowbike Mike, also known as Mike Howard. You and Paris went and did this. I'm sure you had a hell of a time. I want to hear all about it. Mike, how is Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope? Fantastic. And that's the fun part about the games cast. Sometimes we get to talk about really awesome stuff. And today, myself and Paris get to talk about a really awesome game, which is this sequel to a game that I think at first we all looked at said, say what? Why is Mario and the Rabbids teamed up? And also we dubbed it Baby's First XCOM, right? I think a lot of people were like, wow, I didn't think this tactical RPG game could be fun here with this setting. But that was the question going in, is what I looked at Paris when we were waiting in line before we jumped into the preview is, how do you improve upon such a successful foundation with the original and come back with a sequel that's even better and more engaging? And I really am impressed with what Ubisoft, Paris, and Milan did with this sequel. It is super fun. It is engaging. And me and Paris are going to go really in-depth on a lot of things, but I think it is awesome for veterans of the franchise and the genre really for these tactical combat games. It has a lot of layers. It is built off of the great foundation from the original and has added a lot of awesome combat and exploration uh, features that players are gonna really like. And then on the flip side, we'll talk about the gridless system that a lot of people will see on the combat side. I think that is very welcoming and fun for new players. So if you are not big into the tactical combat genre, you're really going to find this more inviting and a little less overwhelming and saying, ooh, that's a lot going on on the screen. I think it takes kind of that burden away. And of course, having Mario and Rabbids is just fun, family-friendly, will make you chuckle, and it's just inviting for all ages. So really impressed with the preview that we had. I cannot wait to go a little bit more in-depth with Paris because there's a lot of cool things to talk about. Paris, do you concur with all this? As you know, Mike, crazy, certifiably insane. Mm-hmm. Did you do you back this up? You know, what I mean, we can't trust this man. He rides a snow bike. Uh, honestly, I, I couldn't have said it any better. I, I think Mike is pretty spot on with his assessment of it. I think, um, well, well, we'll go into it more, but the change from the grid system is probably the biggest takeaway from this and how when you first hear it, you're like, wait, why are you doing that? But then once you start playing it, you understand like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. And, and it makes it definitely more welcoming and inviting for people to kind of jump into this tactical genre and start playing this type of game. It was a lot of fun. Really, really good. So start there with me, Paris, because I played the original Mario Plus Rabbids, enjoyed it. I, of course, am an XCOM fan from when they made the jump over to consoles, and I enjoy that kind of gameplay. Of course, when I stop there and I think of it, I think of the grid. So how is this working this time around if there is no grid? So the way it's working now, first of all, you can basically kind of detach and scout the area and you can see where all the enemies are and you can kind of pre-strategize on how you want to handle things so does that cost you action points or anything like that or is it it more of a top down okay okay, yeah does not doesn't cost you anything and that's the beauty of it so then because you're free to kind of roam in your area that you're allowed to with your character so you can kind of pre-scout out all right i'm going to put this character over here i'm going to put them over there and then there's the jump functionality to where if i want to kind of cheat and get a character to another part of the map you can you can do the the jump function and get them over there and kind of stage them 
where you want them to be and, and vice versa, okay. bring them back if you need to. So it, it makes it easier for people to just pick up and start playing because like it, it, it definitely makes more sense than it does with the grid system. So a lot of people that, like you said, XCOM will see that and it's very off-putting where this, not that it's a Mario game, but it, it feels more, I, I, I have more freedom to move around. I, I think that's the best way to say it. I would say like, that's the thing is you talk about it and explain it away. Somebody who's played so much XCOM and done obviously right. Is this even more baby's first XCOM? Is this even more yes. making it easier? Okay. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm, definitely. But not in Mike, a bad that, way though. That, but definitely oh, no, not, not in a bad at all. Way. Not yeah. an insult yeah. at all. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 I was going to mm-hmm. say, Mike, is that the same thing you're taking away from this gridless system? Uh, yeah, the gridless system, I think, makes it more dynamic and a little bit more fluid for you to run around and enjoy instead of having the cursor and counting grid tiles and trying to figure out where yeah. you were. Like Paris said, it was really fun to jump onto the battlefield, these awesome handcrafted battlefields, and be able to look at all three of your heroes and click on one, run around its full cone of area that you're allowed to be in, right, and kind of scout around, really figure out where you want to be, and then... It's that fun Venn diagram type vibe where you can see the overlap of your other heroes and you can kind of pick where, hey, if I team them up here, we can use each other's abilities Mm -hmm. next to each other, which was really cool. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the movement and it being more fluid without the grid and the cursor is actually making for a lot more fun and kind of emerging gameplay where you're more active and involved in it, which I really, really like. And then as Paris also said here, I was really impressed with what they did on the movement side, right? He alluded to the jumping mechanic, right? The team jump is now a thing where if two of your heroes get next to one another, you can bounce off the other one and be able to float a certain amount of distance, left, right, center, whatever, and give yourself a new tactical advantage or put yourself in a new position to succeed, which is actually a ton of fun and well thought out. On the flip side, there's a new mechanic as well called the dash now, which you can dash in to certain opponents and cause damage without using any of your ability points. So you have one or possibly three, depending on the sparks that you have, dash movements, and you can bang into enemies and that will cause damage like we're seeing on the screen right now if you're watching on YouTube. And that can be used up to one to three times. And that makes for the movement and kind of the dynamic battle feel really, really fun and fluid, which I found to be engaging. The one thing as I'm watching this, and I know we're hopping around between different clips and stuff like that, but Kevin, if you can double back to the one you were just showing of them coming through the tube, coming out and fighting a bit. What I'm having trouble even looking at and understanding and what I imagine an audio listener might struggle with too is, so is this ring, the halo there that was just out, is that as far as you can yes. free like move? That, like that that's action it. bar or whatever? That, right. that is your new grid, we'll call it, where you would see yeah. the tiles and you'd be able to move five tiles this is just your cone of being okay. able to. But, but here's the here's the thing with that. So like you see where Mario is now, right? He's like at yeah. the edge of of that. So when you bring this, and you're, he's literally doing it. So that's the jump mechanic. So if I okay. want to get to that other side where I, I I I'm at the edge of my barrier, you use the team jump to get another character over there, and then you can then you have the freedom to move around and you know get behind a barrier gotcha. or whatever you so, need to do. Unlimited movement in the ring. And then obviously you you pick where you're going to stop, and that's where you then choose your action in this turn based thing of I'm going to shoot or I'm going to yeah. throw or I'm going to do whatever. Exactly. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's the I, okay, I get it. Then now I'm wrapping my head around it. Uh, you know, for me, it's a Valkyria Chronicles ideal. And, and like, that's the thing because I I think when a lot of people watch the these uh, preview videos to to your point, 
it makes a lot more sense when you're controlling the character. You're like, of course, oh, isn't okay, that every game? It. Every time yeah. you're behind the sticks, it becomes intuitive. But yeah. when you're watching this, not fully understanding, you got to figure mm -hmm. it out. What what are there? Are there any limitations? Did you feel any kind of like, oh, I wish I was able to have this mechanic, or I wish I was able to do this during your gameplay session? And how long was the gameplay session? If they allow you to say that. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think what what did we get, Mike? About a good three and a half. Three and a half. I played about four hours. I felt yeah, like, yeah, about yeah. three and a half, four hours. Yeah, yeah. Something I like felt that. A, a fair amount of chunks. And no, Andy, I didn't really feel limited in my movement or any of the traversal techniques, right? Because you still have the warp pipes that you see in any sort of Mario game, right? That mm -hmm. can get you from one side of the map to the other. I think the team jump really elevated it. I think at first you feel limited when you see the movement cone and you go, okay. I can just move left or right and get behind this cover. But once you really start to think about the warp pipes and the team jump, it really opens up a new, just kind of like broadening of, oh, I can go here, I can go there, I can put myself in a better position. And I was really impressed with that once you really took the time to think about it just a little bit extra there, especially with the dash mechanic of getting in close and knowing that I have three free hits essentially on an enemy before I start to use those ability points was really, really something special that I worked on in the back half of our game. Now, I, I think the the big thing that, that's going to change this up from, from the first game is going to be those sparks um, because it really adds another layer of strategy to when you're coming into these battles on which, which spark you're going to choose. And so what are character. the sparks? I'm seeing them here, but are they like spirits? Yeah. Are they like pets? Yeah, that's a good question. How would you define yeah, the sparks, I'll I guess? <laughs> Are so the sparks spirits? are new characters. Yeah, yeah, the sparks are definitely new characters. They are going to be the main part of this story. And what those sparks are doing is they're adding certain... Oh, I had it written down right here. I mean, we're seeing it right there. Is it there. like certain abilities and mechanics? Uh, like Not like abilities, more like... um Stats? Like, yeah, like you'll get Buffs. flame damage or you'll get... Yeah. You right. can turn invisible. Splash damage, poison, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So there, I believe... It's like 30 of them, because when I had my interview, they were talking about they went wild with like 150, but they really dialed them in, and each one has a certain ability that will be tacked on, and you can actually have two sparks per character here that will all add different effects and damage buffs or even defense buffs to help that character in certain different ways. So I had one that was kind of like a reflector shield. Anything that got hit to me, a certain part of that damage would go back to the enemy. Another yep. one, like I said, will cause you to go invisible. You can move without getting hit by uh, enemies and be able to reposition yourself. So some really cool stuff and an added element to the RPG system and kind of your combat. And when I had a chance to uh, interview with the creative director, go check out Gamertag Radio. It's a great interview. Wow. But uh, when wow, I got to talk to him, yeah, I know, you know, <laughs> I got to promote. But when I got to talk to him, we, we talked about the exact thing that, that Mike is talking about with the sparks and then just kind of the, the weapon progression, how you're going to be able to upgrade your, your character to weapons, the sparks, etc. And I asked him, is this going to be a game where when we get to, to the later stages, is the difficulty going to ramp up to the point where we're going to get this tough challenge for people? And he was like, absolutely. That, that, is, that is part of this. There, this is a game that's going to ease you into it, but is really going to challenge you by the time that you get to the end. And then that's where you're really going to have to start strategizing with the weapons that you're going to select, with the sparks that you're going to use in these different scenarios. So I thought are that was pretty interesting. Are you free to switch sparks at will? Is there a penalty? Is it like before every uh, like matchup you would go through and do it, or can you just do it whenever? Will yeah, what is it? It's basically right when you lock into yeah. an encounter, you you have the opportunity to pick what you want, but once gotcha. you're engaged into it, you're locked in. 
Yeah, you'll be able to switch on the on the fly before the encounters. And then what I thought was really cool, Paris, like you said, that ramp up of difficulty. We felt the difficulty spike towards the end of our play session because yeah. we went to the first boss battle. And Greg and Andy, let me tell you what, I got my butt handed to me a couple <laughs> of times, right? But the cool part is they give you two options like we've seen in all games. There's restart from the very beginning of the encounter, right? Or there's multi-phases to certain encounters that you're going to hit. And they had a really great restart at checkpoints where instead of going back to phase one of it, I would go back to my phase three that I was on, which oh, really nice. saved I a lot that. of time yeah. and nice. And the cool part about that is, once again, you can reorganize your sparks and characters and oh, be able to nice. re-choose, which was really, really cool. So I liked that. And <laughs> that's nice. That's lovely. You'll notice. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, there's nothing yeah. more I hate than feeling like I wasted a bunch of time. Mm, yeah. Like, granted, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, I learned something, but then I have to go back and do the other waves, and then you screw up something on the early wave that's, you know, like, ah, I didn't screw that up the first time when I had the good run. That was yeah. me playing uh, Deathloop. <laughs> yeah, that was like, me playing Return. Like, fuck, I forgot all these stupid guns. <laughs> and we talk about the sparks, but then, of course, there are your main heroes, right? The Mario characters along with the rabid characters. Yeah, and I it is really like, cool. is, did you see Dry Bones? Did you see my boy dry bones uh, i unfortunately have not seen dry bones he is nowhere soft what are you afraid there. of that's, yeah, that's, no. a, that's a dlc you gotta buy that one yeah, yeah well no, fair enough i'll do it maybe it's talk, a you play a reward talk about <laughs> dlc i was doing some uh looking up before we had this conversation it looks like rayman will be joining that so i thought that was yep. a kind of cool little nod there in one of the dlcs but it is really fun to look at all of the heroes they're different archetypes right you have kind of the bruiser set you have the i'm in the background sniper set of luigi you have more melee focused characters mm -hmm. and like it is really cool to match them up because i noticed when we started to ramp up in difficulty i was running like three bruiser slash melee characters and the guy looked at me and was like you might want to reassess what exactly. you're bringing into this <laughs> yes. battle yes. and He's so like, that was hey, really hot cool. shot that's not going to end well <laughs> there's a reason there's different classes they work together and they I did mean, not I yeah, because, I mean, you think of it like in RPG terms, you know, you're going to want your healer class in there yeah. to be able to heal your characters. You're going to want your tank that's going to run in. You're going to want your ranged character. And then that's the other thing where you can kind of pre-scout with, with the enemies and you can see what their their weaknesses are. So you want to make sure you get a spark that could do do burn damage or if it's a splash thing, get you poison, whatever the case, and kind of mi mix and match those between the characters that you have so you can be the, the most effective you can be. Yeah, it was really, really cool on that. And there's each one has their own like special weapon. They all have their yeah. own special ability and each one has different like special traits. So Rosalina, her rabbit was able to like pause everybody on the battlefield and lock them down for a whole round, essentially, which was really helpful for repositioning, taking advantage of one, maybe just focusing on the boss round that I needed. It was cool to see each and every one of them have their own unique abilities and traits that really elevate the synergy when you use right. all three correctly yeah because i did like a combo i think it was, was this rosalina that had it i forget i forget who had it but it but uh, the combo where i would for lack of a better term right now select her super which would basically buff all my other characters to do more damage and then i would have mario who had like that the the hero double gun thing and i would strategically set him because i knew when these these enemies would try and come around the corner he would just take them out right and because he's doing more damage, he'd be able to do it in one shot. So it's like those type of things that you want to think about when you, you know when you're setting everything up. Or if I knew a character was purpose was going to be exposed by an enemy, I knew a character was going to get hit. I would then have like a healing buff that I would put out there so they wouldn't take as much damage because I knew it was going to happen when their turn came around. Things like that. And 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 like Mike said, 
when they put us in the later stages of the game and this wasn't even the hardest part, you're like, okay, I, I definitely see where this is going, where I'm really going to have to start thinking about my, my weapon placement, my spark mm-hmm. placement, character, all that stuff is really going to factor in towards the end, end of the game. I, I've had a lot of kind of issues and annoyances with recent Switch games. I feel like sometimes, I feel like over time they've started to look worse. And a lot of that kind of started with Mario Golf. And I feel like that just kind of kept on getting a snowball effect. And like, God, when will a game ever look like, you know, fucking Mario uh, 3D world or whatever? Like, how are we, visual fidelity? What are we talking here? Does it look good for a Switch game at least? Mm. I don't know. Look good for a game, period. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah, opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think you get a little grace period, Andy, in these Mario art style type games, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to looking at other games compared on the Switch, right? And so it looked great to me. I was really impressed with the art style, the color, uh, everything that I was seeing. But I think you get to hide behind that when you jump into this kind of more cartoony art style of Mario. Yeah, I think they. I think that style definitely translates a lot better. Um, like even looking back at Mario Odyssey, that game is so old at the inception of the switch and it still looks like yeah god tier yeah mm-hmm. with i this is a rough one and i guess it's a question for uh, both you uh, mike and paris i played the original mario plus rabbits i enjoyed it i don't believe i finished it but i put a lot of hours into it i remember when at the time it dropped kevin and i were playing a lot of it were you guys into it as well or is this your first four way no i was definitely into it i, okay. I really enjoyed the first one I only then, put a couple of hours into it, probably about four maximum. Just don't so then, use the Switch as much as I would like because we sure. didn't travel. Sure, I understand. Paris, the question then for you would be like, I don't remember, was the class system there? Was there the whole thing of needing a different class makeup and loadout for all that? Or was it, I know, I know Sparks weren't. I'm trying to remember. No, it was. Like, it, it, it was. was okay. It was in the sense of, like you're saying, they've amped it up now with, with the Sparks. Okay. That that's that's kind of the game changer on on that. But so basic classism was totally there. different to you. No, no, okay. the movement feels different. I like again. I think the biggest thing is it's added another layer of strategy onto it with the sparks because okay. that's basically giving you an, another thing to use in an attack mode or in in a defense mode, depending on what the scenario oh, is. Oh, I never thought about it for defense. Yeah. yeah, and then like I said, the fact that you have more freedom on kind of pre scouting out how you're going to encounter each situation with the way the movement is now that's the difference but the core like characters and everything they didn't really change it change that much from them from the previous game yeah, of course everybody remembers me. the story so well like is, the, is no. it you know <laughs> <laughs> i just thought it was cool that you had the mario characters and oh, the rabbit course. characters together like like and that's the funny thing about it because i even said that when i talked to the creative director is it just felt like it these characters always just felt like they made sense to be together, right? And uh, you know, I asked him about. I want to go that part- far. I want to go that far. Well, I will. I will. <laughs> I remember when that, that popped up the first time. We were all like, I think it was Mike who said we were all like, "What?" Say, what? well, I guess in the sense of once you start playing it, it felt it That's felt fair. good. But That's I know what you mean. They kind of but, feel um, like yeah, the little rabbits feel like little fuckers you find in the Mario yeah. world. I see yeah, what you totally mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I asked him about the relationship with the partnership with Ubisoft and Nintendo, and he's just saying how how great Nintendo ha- has been, great partners, you know, with Ubisoft sure. as far as doing this collaboration. And um, pretty sure this isn't going to be the end. It definitely seems like we're going to see this go on long term because again, it's a fantastic game. A lot of people enjoyed the first one. I think people are going to enjoy the second one. 
but uh, we'll see when we get the final product. Mike, you were going to say something there. Oh, yeah, I was just I was going to bring up the skill tree. I was really impressed with because not only can you level up the sparks now and have, you know, those damage buffs elevated, but also the skill tree for each of the main characters and heroes. I love a skill tree that allows me to experiment and try and put points Mm -hmm. into certain pieces and then say, you know what? I didn't like any of that retry and put all the points back into new things. Right. And so that's a cool part as well is you can do that on the fly at any moment. You can respec all of these characters with their skill trees, which I really, really. So now Mike, based on what you said, I know you played this, you enjoyed it. And I know that I'm never going to hold you to this. It's a preview. Yada, yada. But you're talking about your switch not getting as much use as you want it to. Do you see this being a similar situation as the first one where you play a little bit of it, put it down and walk away? Or do you think you're in it for the long haul? Yeah, probably, Greg. I mean, I really, really like this. But the limited amount of times that my switch gets turned on, it is probably a low likelihood that I see this all the way through. I bet you I'll jump in on this at launch, probably play a good two nights of this. And then until we start to travel and I actually have the switch with me moving around. I, I don't see me playing any more of this and taking up my main gaming time whatsoever. What, 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 Paris, what about blessing? you? Don't even get me started on blessing. <laughs> you ever see this video? He buys it and then he forgets about it for a year or whatever. It was. He was like, I, know, I, remember, I think I bought it last year. I was like, yeah, you bought it on stream saying you were going to play it and he still hasn't played it. <laughs> Paris, what about you? No, it, it's funny that Mike says that because like, if anyone's watching video, you can see my Switch behind me. It yeah, do. doesn't move. <laughs> it's okay. been sitting there for a while. This will obviously prompt me to want to pick it up because I'm going to want to play it. But in a weird way, I almost wish this wasn't on the Switch because I feel like I would absolutely play, it. play it a lot more of yeah. it. Like yeah. I, I just feel like the Switch is not something that I've been gravitating to, honestly, in probably a good year. So maybe this will re-spark me to to want to get on the Switch nice. and complete it, but we'll see. I hope. Yeah. Oh, nice job as well. Thank yeah, put you. this Thank on you. the PC. I'm <laughs> rabid for someone to play oh, more Switch. Fuck. <laughs> I do want to give a couple of quick shout outs as we start to, I'm sure, turn before you get out of here. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to the world design, right? There are these beautiful planets that they put a lot of time into. And what I thought was really cool is they're elevating the exploration, as Kevin's showing right now over on the YouTube video, is you kind of go into these different planets and they have like these, we'll call it hub open world type vibes right they're not massive by any means but you're walking around and you're getting lost and exploring with the team which i thought was really cool there's fun you know coin challenges that you can do there's side quests now that you can go get and do some more extra activities and earn coins to buy at the shopkeeper you know level up i thought that was really cool but each one of the battlefields are so well done right there's destructible combat environments and cover systems right each one of the phases on the boss fight, the map changed in certain ways and different lines of sight were changed up, which I thought was really, really impressive and cool. And then on top of that, just a banging soundtrack, Greg. They got Gareth Coker on the track. There's actually three composers on this, but you know I love a good Gareth Coker track. And uh, I'm telling you, the soundtrack was so good. And the humor's fun, right? Like I brought up before, I like the dumb, cheesy kids' humor. And so... Mario and the Rabbids, I, I giggled a number of times just sitting there chuckling to myself, laughing about how dumb and cute this kind of kid's fun humor is. All right, good. Paris, any closing thoughts from you? It makes me want Mario Galaxy 3, and Odyssey doesn't count. Odyssey doesn't count. Galaxy's you know better, like right? Odyssey? 
Yeah, right? Galaxy's right. better than I, I love. I like Odyssey. Don't get me wrong, but okay. Okay. I, I'm a Galaxy guy. I think Mario Hard Galaxy truth. is one of the best games ever made. I really wish they'd do a three. It's a hard truth right there. It's a fat five, Greg. Is it a hard truth? I don't know. I'm, I'm not that like ready to go. I'm not going to go to the match. Well, just whenever Odyssey, I say uh, Galaxy's better, everybody's like, oh, you're fucking crazy. And you're like, no, nah, Galaxy's better. I haven't played for like You two, say though. that that often. I, I'm with you on a lot of shows. I don't think you like, that's not one of the Andy like battle cries. It's more of like <laughs> hyper light drifter and dodge rolls. That's your stuff. <laughs> and Bloodborne coming to PC, everybody. Wow, think Jesus, about the NVIDIA leak. PS5, that is think you. about the NVIDIA leak, everybody. Okay? That is you. That is you. Mike, you had uh, more of your uh, things you wanted to get out, but any like final thought on it? I think everybody's really going to like this. After the first one and seeing what they did with this sequel, it's going to be another banger, and I think a lot of people will be gravitating towards it. We talked on the beginning of the presentation, 10 million players on the original one, right? Dang. It'll be interesting to see if we get up that high again on the Jesus. sequel. But for what I played, uh, I truly believe it will be one of the games that we talk about at the end of the year. For sure. I mean, Janet has a great pick. On you think it's going to be one of the games we talk about at the end of the year, but both you and Paris like, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I said. No, that is not what I said. I just Paris said. literally said he hates Switch. All hail. He hates it. Oh, well. I heard wow. that too. Wow, dude. He's doing that today on this game. He said he doesn't play with baby's toys, and this is a baby toy. <laughs> no, I, I'm with Mike on that. I do think this should be in the conversation. At the, well, we'll see with the final game. Again, this is a preview. That's yeah, why I'm, of course I'm hesitant to say all that, but... From what I've played so far, I feel like it's headed down that path of it should probably be in consideration at the end of the year. But we'll see. Okay. Exciting. You know, a lot of talk about gravitating towards it. Uh, Paris, you've been gravitating towards a new handheld that I want to hear about. But first, I want to make sure everybody gravitates towards patreon.com slash kind of funny games over on patreon.com slash kind of funny games of course you could ride in to be part of the show you could be a producer you could get the games cast ad free you could get it with the exclusive post show and kind of feudy and bless who and all that stuff you could pay for the search teams that are combing the outer banks of the wisconsin river looking for tim off this water slide that he is <clears throat> airborne from of course on patreon.com slash kind of funny games you could do all that and you could get this show ad free but you're not on patreon so here's a word from our sponsor this episode is brought to you by me, Undies. We've all heard of gut instinct, but have you ever heard of butt instinct? It's when your butt tells you it wants new undies. Listen to your butt. Luckily, we work with me, Undies, makers of the most buttery, soft, and sustainable undies, bralettes, and socks that exist. You know that I have lived my life, me, Undies, head to toe for the majority of the last couple years. I'm just all in on me, Undies because they are absolutely the most comfortable. Uh, clothes I've ever put on my body. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL. They have new colors and prints dropping weekly, so there's always something exciting to check out. You can try their free-to-join membership for free shipping on every order and exclusive perks, like an item shipped to your door every month, secret sales, and early access to their newest stuff. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys out there. For any first-time purchasers, you get 20% off, plus free shipping and returns. To get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, Go to MeUndies.com slash kind of funny. That's MeUndies.com slash kind of funny. Shout out to Shopify for sponsoring this episode. Shopify powers our very own kindoffunny.com slash store, our merch store. And we love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell 
everywhere. Shopify unlocks the opportunity of your business to more people every day, every 28 seconds. An entrepreneur like you makes their first sale on Shopify. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. You can reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps. It's more than a store, Shopify grows with you. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. That's S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash kfgames, all lowercase. Paris? Greg. Mario plus Rabbids. I mean, you said it best. A baby's toy. I'm excited to hear about this Logitech G Cloud. Of course, this is the handheld from Logitech that is a streaming device. Of course, you have it. It's right there. How long have you had this? Do you like it? What have you been playing on it? Tell me all about it. So I've had this. Uh, it's coming in focus, whatever. But yeah, uh, I've, I've had it. I've had it almost a week, I think, or, or around there somewhere. Okay. Um, I, I've played played Cyberpunk on it. I've played Deathloop on it. Um, I jumped into the, you know, I can't, the you can't part game, played some of that. Um, I played like Portal 2, you know, just grabbing stuff off of Steam Link. So basically, it, it, there's three pillars to this. This is Logitech G's along with Tencent, their handheld cloud-only gaming device. It's basically an Android tablet. It's a seven-inch screen, 1080p, 60 hertz. Um, it comes baked in already with the uh, Xbox app with the Steam Link app for local game streaming and uh, NVIDIA GeForce Now. So you can do cloud streaming on that as well. I enjoy it. It's good. It, it's it's a solid device. It's pretty light because, you know, it's it has, what, a Snapdragon processor in it, pretty long battery life in it, way longer than, than the Steam Deck. I, I want to okay. say, I forget what the exact is, but it's at least double of what the Steam Deck is, if not triple. I, I think listing it, it was like around 8 to 10 is yeah, what they were gonna, like yeah. promoting See, or whatever. Yeah, that seems about right. Um, now the controls are pretty good. Like, it's funny. I did a quick video. I, I threw up this morning where I was talking about, like, we all have the steam deck and we played with the steam deck. To me, that is the best handheld gaming controller I've ever used. Right. I, I think it's fantastic. I think the switch is one of the poorer ones, which is why I don't play on the switch all the time. Yeah. This kind of, this is kind of in the middle. And again, I understand okay. that latency and everything is probably a part of this as well. When you're cloud streaming, but it felt a little loose, not like game breaking, uh, not an enjoyable experience, but I wish it was a little tighter on the controls. Okay. But is from a game standpoint, jumping onto the Xbox app, jumping into Game Pass and being able to just start playing anything that's on Game Pass. Like I said, you just boot up Deathloop, things like that. It works just fine. Hopping on GeForce Now was able to fire up Cyberpunk work just fine. And again, on my uh, local streaming on the Steam link, you know, I could play anything on there without an issue as well so from a cloud streaming standpoint it's solid it, it works it's doing exactly what it says it's supposed to do um the other aspect of the actual hardware again like i said this isn't basically an android tablet it has google yeah. play store on it um 64 gigabytes of internal storage um you can use a micro sd slot if you choose so you can play android games on this as well i've not personally done that yet but you can't like load up an xbox game or, or a pc game or anything like that that's sure. not what this device you can is we were for. talking a lot about cloud right it also mm -hmm. is obviously works for remote play for xbox yes exactly okay. <laughs> I, I i kind of funny funnily stuck my foot in my mouth which i do a lot uh no I was you 
I was responding to Phil Spencer and I was saying how I want this device. I worded it poorly, but I was basically alluding to the fact that you can do remote play from the Series X. I would love to see them also update the Xbox app on PC to basically do the same thing. So similar to Steam Link, where I could play Xbox PC games off of my ah, PC okay. and stream it on there as well. Um, but the, this thing definitely has a lot of potential as far as that goes. Um, it does not have a cellular connection. It's Wi-Fi only. So that's kind of a strike against it where this is not something I can just walk out of the house with like I would if I was using my Android phone, you know, with like a backbone, right? Yep. And be able to do do that. Whereas this one, I have to have a Wi-Fi hotspot wherever I go. Um, but from a hardware standpoint, for what this device is, it, it's good. I, I like it. I definitely like it. I think it's good. And Andy, you got a question. Do you, do you, would you see yourself using this instead of your cell phone with the backbone? This is the problem. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. There's two problems with this. Price is, is the number one. It's $300 right now. If you pre-order it, it's $350 after that. You can get a Steam Deck for four. I'd rather have a Steam Deck because the Steam Deck sure. can do everything that this can, plus play games locally, right? right. And the um, backbone, which we all swear by. I yeah. swear by. I shouldn't talk for right. That's ninety nine, right? Isn't that still going right on it? Yeah, and then that's the other problem is we all have a mobile device. If you buy a backbone or the Razer controller, whichever the case, right, you can do everything that everything on that on your phone that you can do on this. And again, it takes you back to the fact that it doesn't have a cellular connection. So at least with my phone, I can go wherever I want on 5G and start playing. Whereas this one, I have to have a Wi-Fi hotspot sure. to start playing. Then it, you throw in the fact that it's three, 300 or $350 to purchase it. Who are you targeting with this? That's kind of, to my, in my opinion, the biggest problem. Uh, that, do you know, is there, does the PlayStation Remote Play app work on this or is that not? I've important? not tried it yet. I know okay. people were asking me that today. I would imagine, again, if, it's an Android device. So if that so app if is an on the Google app, Play yeah. Store, it should be able to work. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the the price is definitely the main thing for me because I, as somebody who has a mild interest in this sort of tech, I would want to keep my phone separate from it. I don't like my phone being occupied as I'm trying to do any of this sort of cloud gaming or portable or handheld type stuff. And... When this first device was leaked uh, back, you know, several weeks ago or whatever it was, I thought to myself, like, oh, this is probably going to be like one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Like, I don't really know what's causing the price to be that high. Is it that they have they have the Play Store and they're like, well, you can also do this. It's like, well, just remove all that other shit. Just give me the screen and the processor. And I, I think that's like definitely a little too wild. I could see maybe in the future, like, hey, you can get. Uh, maybe if you buy a year's worth of Game Pass Ultimate, you'll get the device for one fifty or something, or two hundred or something. Yeah. But three fifty, I think, is like kind of egregious for what you're getting in this. But, yeah, this has been the for somebody like me who doesn't want my phone to be always in use. While I'd rather just have it, you know, I'm texting on my phone or I have Instagram open on it or something. That's been the struggle we've talked about since the announcement on Games Daily long before anybody had it to hold it, right? It's like, okay, who is the person for this? Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I feel like, again, like, if you are into games the way all of us are, and you clearly are a viewer slash listener, if you're listening to a gaming podcast, this, you know, 40-some minutes into it, you're into it, right? And it's like, 
then you all know that you could like take a dual sense or an Xbox controller and pair that to your phone, sync it to your tablet and have this already. You have the, you already have the means to do this, I'm assuming, right? And then yeah, yeah Steam Deck enters the equation, that's a different thing. And so yeah, for me like when it all broke today, I was interested in it because I'm actually downsizing my iPhone. Like I've been using the uh, big old pro, the Pro Max, I guess, and now I'm just going to go to a Pro on this next one because it's so hard to text with one hand with Benjamin in an arm. And right. so that was the thing of like I, the one downside to it is I'm going to miss having the bigger screen in the the backbone. And so I was like, oh, okay, this will be an interesting conversation to see what it's like. And it's just like, man, 300 bucks for this? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I'll suck it up with a screen or I'll use my iPad or I'll, you know, even. Right. I feel like you could get a burner Android phone with a nicer screen than just be cheaper than this. Or, you know, I, I could see the the ROM hacking community get really into this and <laughs> and upload a bunch of different OSs and types of uh, a way to play classic old games and you'd have better battery life than you would on your Steam Deck. I wanted to make a correction. Uh, it's they, they're advertising it at a as a twelve plus hour battery life. I said eight to ten. Okay. Plus. Yeah, I knew it was really good, so I thought it might have been yeah. triple of what the Steam Deck is, and that was about right. So it's like to your point, Greg. Like this is my Galaxy Ultra. I think this is the twenty twenty version. But yeah, I mean, you know, I have the Razer controller on this, and it's basically my burner phone that I could use to if I want to stream something on it and play. I'm not mad that I have this Logitech G cloud device. It's great. If you have one, you're not going to be mad that you have it. It works. It does exactly what they say it, it's supposed to do. And it does it very well. It again, goes back to that price point. And is it worth you spending 300 or if you wait $350 to pick this up? Whereas I, I hopped on kind of funny games daily earlier today. And I was even saying, you know, with blessing, if this was 199, it almost might be a no-brainer to pick up. Yeah. And obviously, you need to be into the cloud streaming and all that. I feel like it's a great second device to have around the house. Like, if all my kids are on the consoles, I don't want to be on the PC, I could be able to pick this up and I could just go play something really quick. I think it's great for that. But then on the flip side, and I know this is not everyone's scenario, I have a Steam Deck. And it does all the same things. And I can have local hardware gameplay on it. And it's only 50 bucks more. I would get the Steam Deck every time in that scenario. Yeah, yeah and I see I'm on the other side of it, right? Where I remote play all the time with uh, uh, Jen watching something or, you know, we're just hanging out. But I don't see the need for my current setup. What, what is to entice me? I guess just the bigger screen, a dedicated screen. Yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's a beautiful screen. I mean, when you have it in person, this 1080p screen is great. Like, yeah. That's the thing about it. It's like I, I don't have any complaints about the device for for what it is. It, for it's tech, great. Yeah, 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 yeah it's tech. And when I think about cloud gaming and I think about the future of where all this stuff is headed, this is another logical step in that to start having these cloud enabled devices that can play these games that has the Xbox app, has the GeForce app, Stadia and all that other stuff. We know they're going to be apps on the TVs and doing all that. This is where all this is headed, right? I just think to to be a device that i is dedicated that i can only be on the internet to basically play it or obviously my local land to be able to play a game on it i don't know i i think i think the price point just needs to be cheaper because this is basically competing with a switch or sure. like i said the steam deck things like that that i can 100 percent take on the go with already me. exactly yeah. and the uh, and and i had my i was just gonna say and i had my first weekend cares? with my steam deck oh no we do care about oh, this wow. what do you think uh, games on it 
really great time. Really the great whole time. Town's talking about the day. I don't, I, I, here's the, the thing, though, boy. Mike. I don't have like the games. You know what I mean? Dude, I got games on mine, bro. I don't have the games. You know, with the with the big wink. Oh, actually, you know what? As you do that, Greg, let me one second. Let me let me prep the the what's on deck theme song that. Oh, thank you. That, that we've that been able to play me. like. Well, real once quick, while you prep that, my question yeah. for Mike was. Yeah. Mike, we all know you're. When is it? You hear me, Mike? Yeah. Okay. Well, don't act like I walked into the doctor's office. You know what I mean? Calm down. Lose the attitude, <laughs> Chief. Uh, we, we all know you love to waste your money. Are you buying this Logitech Chief no, streaming device? No, I I already wasted a lot of my money on a Steam Deck that I never play. So this will be yeah. this will not be the thing I purchase here. But, but see, that's that's again the point of exactly what Mike is saying. Even though you know he he's not playing it, you already have a Steam Deck, so there would be no reason for you to then go out and get this Logitech cloud device. Now, if you don't have any of these devices, maybe you think about this one because it's a little cheaper, but now you're limited to, you have to have an internet connection to be able to play this. Whereas the Steam Deck, you don't. Gotcha. Do we know what's next? Here's what's on deck. That's the, <laughs> oh, that's that what's on like deck music song. for it. Oh, you didn't hear the music? No, he's heard you do an acapella. Oh, fuck, it was muted. My bad, my bad. Oh, we're going to talk about what's on deck? Uh, It was muted. Hold on, yeah. Here's what's on deck, Mike. Oh, fuck. Hold on, Jesus. Here we go. Do you know what's next? Here's what's on deck. Steam Deck. And that was good, Andy. Andy, Uh, So here's what I did. Andy, that was way better the second time with the music. The first time I was like, this voice is weird as shit. Second time I was like, wow, this is inspired. You have the right context now. Um, I, uh, I flew to Austin for the weekend, brought the deck with me, did not bring the switch with me, which is kind of like a nice. dicey decision only cause like I'm super addicted to the Splatoon right now. Um, but I brought the Turning deck with the me and honestly it became like the backlog machine for me on this flight. I played a shitload of rogue legacy Two. Like I got so far to beating it when it came out and this, uh, over the weekend, um, played a lot of Rogue Legacy 2, played a lot of Curse to Golf. Um, nice. I played some, I just, I also had installed Dark Souls Remastered, so I was just kind of playing through that, and holy cow, this machine is just ridiculous. The fact that I was running Sekiro the other night on it, and the fact that Sekiro runs like a dream and like has no issues, this machine is ridiculous. And I, like, I, I am a day one buyer for the second iteration. Like, it took me a while to get this one after all the hype and hub, hullabaloo. Roger oh, the was hullabaloo, like, I hate it. Roger was like, I've got a pre-order if you want mine. I was like, yeah, I'll take it, actually. Yeah, let's do this. Um, this device is fucking incredible. You guys were right. You guys were right. You weren't steering me wrong. We usually are. We usually are. Mm-hmm. Mike, how's your Steam Deck doing? What are you feeding it? Uh, my Steam Deck is currently dead three times in a Jesus. row now because I never play it, so it just dies. <laughs> but when you ask me what I'm playing, uh, Greg, am I allowed to say this? I'm going to say it anyways. I'm playing NFL Street 2 and Backyard Baseball on mine. So I'm playing the best of the best games on my the Steam Deck. He's playing the games of the wink. Also, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2. Like, uh, here's the thing, Paris. What Are you playing destiny 2 on your steam deck is there a way to do that no right there there is but you don't want to do it there's two (laughs) ways to do it one of them will get your ass banned so you don't want to do that don't do that um the second one is load up windows which i is sounds like a pain in the ass i'm not doing that 
Paris is testing two game pretty good, huh? <laughs> like, yeah. holy shit. Hey, I've like, been, I've been, the, since 2014, man. <laughs> the last time I, I played Destiny 2 was when Destiny 2 came out, and I was a huge Destiny 1 fan. I played a shitload of 2 when it came out. We did the raid, uh, the first uh, raid with Callus, the big gold guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then absolutely dropped off of it. And I, I, I feel like a primitive being watching like somebody do a magic trick in front of me because like this game's been out forever right and i only yeah. ever played it on console but now playing it on pc and knowing how they updated a lot of their engine and art i am just jaw on the floor every second walking into a new area and being like dude the art direction is fucking really immaculate good in this game the artists are popping off the lighting the volumetric fog this game is really gorgeous. Greg, you hopping in with me or what? Let's go, dog. Come on. I mean, I've we've tried before. Me now, and Barrett tried. Are you do you have a good grasp of it? Because I feel yes. like it'd be the same thing if I yes. walk in and it's like I there's a million things and I don't know what's going on. No, anymore. dude. There's a grasp. It's in my hands. Paris will also help, but also Chris Anka's been helping us on every one of these streams. Sure, yeah, <laughs> and it's yeah. he's just like, no, Andy, no, hold hold the other Andy. No, no, no. It's the one, it's four tabs down. It's one you then, figure my I mean, I'd love to, but the superior shooter, Ghostbuster Spirits Unleashed, is less than a month from coming corner. out. And when that's here, that's gonna I gotta grind out the the Proton pack. I gotta get all the jumpsuits. I gotta I got work to do well well you yeah. know what's about to make a revival and i know you'll be on board greg battle oh, yeah, listen. no the division oh can't but, because they're 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 already committed to a season five for the division two heartlands coming they're doing resurgent on the, mobile the mobile one yeah yeah mm-hmm. am i mobile sports backbone i mean am i able to get my playstation character on pc is that a thing on Destiny? I don't think they ever did that. No, no, no. On, on Division. Division. No, they never no, did that. No, and that's, yeah, that's oh, that's the bummer. Yeah. That hurts. Because my main is is on PC. So it's like I, I started up a character on, on Xbox and I was like, shit, I don't want to do this all again. So I just yeah. stay on PC. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Oh, yeah, because like, I played the Division before I ever did keyboard and mouse. And now I feel like there's no way I could go back to controller. Like that's yeah. the way to play it. Keyboard and oh man. That's the beauty of Destiny that they got full cross play across literally across the board. It was so it amazing. doesn't matter where you're going. Yeah. But like uh, we were on stream and I was like, oh, you know what? I don't have any shaders because this is a new character I made when I just wanted to try out the newest expansion back like a couple months ago, maybe a year ago. Um, and I was like, Joe, how do I migrate my account? And it was legitimately like just hit login hit the migrate yeah. button, and then I locked back in and all my shit was there. It was so yeah. cool. Yeah. Pretty good game. Not enough people talking about it, this Destiny 2 game. I'm glad to be the evangelist for it, Greg. <laughs> if, you, you know? if you like crossplay like that, like don't forget, Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed has it. So you could play on your PC, and then I can play on my PlayStation, and we can all be happy. Mike, get on your Xbox. You can come over here and play with us, you know? <laughs> Greg, I'm ready to rock. <laughs> Come no, you're on, not, homie. I'm no, ready to rock. You're such a liar. You're you're not, Mike's down to climb. He's going to have some fun there, out there busting bro. ghosts Who with me. Who was there? Who was there when Greg asked to play fucking Puzzle Quest 3? I was there, okay? <laughs> Who was there when Greg was like, like, we got to do the Division Raid with Fran and a bunch of jabronis? 
I was there, okay? I'm fucking there, Andy. You're right. You're all right. never there, Andy. How you dare I mean? doubt you? How if you ever wanted me to play a game with you, I'd be there for you. But I ask one thing and play Spirits Unleashed. You want to be a weirdo about it, you know? <laughs> I just asked you to play Destiny. <laughs> ah, I don't think that's how it went. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the kind of funny games cast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five video gamers come together to turn and talk about video games oh. and the things they like and don't love and all the other jazz about it. If you like that, please find Tim. He's missing somewhere in Wisconsin after a water incident. Uh, of course, you can go to patreon.com slash games to support the games cast. You can get your name read as a Patreon producer. You can get your questions read when we're not doing embargoed stuff. You can watch live when we're not doing embargoed stuff. You can get the post show we're about to do with an episode of uh, Kinda Feudy. Isn't that right? Blessing at EOA Junior. That's absolutely right. Where can people course, find Paris? I'm not done. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not done yet. I'm not there yet. What the fuck? My deck doesn't turn so on. So is that the, the what's on deck song is the intro to Paris to tell you where to find Paris. Go ahead, yeah. Paris. You can find me right here at Kind of Funny on the X-Cast and on Twitter talking shit. That's about it. Oh, and apparently I'm about to get the yellow chair again. So call me Paris to Chair Lily. I'll be Ooh. doing that too. Uh, if you want to support Kind of Funny, you can use the creator code Kind of Funny on the Epic Game Store and any other Epic game you're playing, no matter where you're playing it. Of course, if you want to support this show for free, youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe each and every week for a brand spanking new episode. Until next time, this has been our show. We got a post show to do. It's been our pleasure to serve you. Somebody made the Pornhub intro song on the, on oh. the tab of the program. I got. Blessing, are you ready to go camera hot? <laughs> <laughs>